Welcome back to the Devin Kershaw Show. I'm Nat Hers from Faster Skier. I'm back home in Alaska after my whirlwind trip down south for the World Cups in Canmore in Minneapolis. As you might be able to detect in my vocal register, I immediately got sick, but you know what? That's okay. These things happen. Like many of you, I am definitely experiencing some World Cup ski racing withdrawal, so we have got the best possible cure for all of us on this episode, an interview we did with William Paroma, who is the next big talent coming out of Sweden. Devin was sadly asleep when this episode was taped, so he had to miss it, but we will get both of these guys, William and Devin, back for an episode together this summer. I also have to apologize We had another episode we were going to post this week, an interview I recorded with Ostri Oireslind, a super fast Norwegian skier who's had a fascinating career. Man, this was a really great interview. Ostri was a great and generous guest, although I will say she cracked a couple of jokes at my expense. Uh, And then I pulled up the audio file to edit it, and I heard this. I guess... uh... Hopefully, Ostri will come back and visit with us this summer. In the meantime, we've got the young Swede, William Paroma. He'll introduce himself right after the break, and we will be back right after the races in Lati this weekend. Thanks for sticking with us. This episode of the Devin Kershaw Show is brought to you by the Craftsbury Outdoor Center. I've spent a bunch of time racing and training at Craftsbury, which is in northern Vermont, and it really is the perfect place in the Northeast to unplug and get some good focused time skiing in the woods, particularly in the middle of the week when they don't have many people around Craftsbury and you can still eat the really good locally sourced food at the dining hall. It also costs less to visit Craftsbury outside the weekend. Lodging can be 20% off the weekend rates or more. For more information about Craftsbury, visit craftsbury.com. Yeah, I guess uh, some of the people know I'm a skier uh, from Sweden who uh, yeah train a lot and try to have fun with everything uh, also. Uh, I uh, live living kind of middle of Sweden in uh, the forest. <laughs> so yeah, I train a lot and uh, try to have fun with it and play around and uh, just uh, trying to be a... a, a, a to be better and better every day and be the best skier I can possibly be. And uh, I have a long way left. I'm uh, 23 years old now, so I'm trying to always stay motivated and uh, look forward for uh, every next race. And uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, pretty much me. (laughs) I thought maybe a fun way to start would be, uh, you know, your maybe your your best race ever and you could tell me if i'm wrong but uh the the 50 kilometer uh race last year at uh world championships in planica slovenia um that that was like it was an epic race to watch and and you had like a really amazing result and um we were just wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about like what that race and what that finish were like for you yeah, it was a really cool uh, day. Uh, I had, I know now that I had a good shape. Uh, the whole uh, championship was good for me, but I didn't 
like managed to take it all the way and uh, i felt felt like the last day of the championship was the last chance i had uh, pretty much uh, press pressure on my on myself uh, and i was really hoping for a good result and uh, i kind of feel felt right away uh, at the start that i had a good shape for for the 50k also so i was uh, i was ready for the ending and uh, it uh, i managed to take the medal so i was i was really happy for that so you were really close with the two norwegians and then you were also really close with uh with your teammate kala halferson and I, it was like you guys were really close did you guys talk about that yeah. afterward like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a kind of tough situation for for us also because you know Kalle is uh, a really good friend of mine, and I know how much uh, the medal would uh, mean for him. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a kind of strange situation. He was happy for me, and I was happy for myself. But uh, at the same time, we felt like it was an elephant in the room, but we didn't like talk so much about it. We was uh, happy about uh, how it went out. Uh, and yeah, uh, big up uh, to Kalle. He's a really great person. I'm uh, so thankful for how he um, handled the situation. And uh, yeah, it was a great day. Cool. Well, the next thing I was wondering about was you actually grew up with a, a connection to the USA, which is like where a lot of our listeners are located. And, and yeah, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I don't know, I, uh, like uh, family wise, but uh, uh, my dad was uh, a waxer in, uh, I think it was wax wax uh, uh, sh- in uh, in the US ski team so he was uh, there for I think maybe uh, was it like three years or something he was uh, waxing for uh, Kikan Randall and also for uh, Andrew Newell so yeah uh, he was there and uh, I think that's probably probably the most connection I have with uh, the USA um, yeah did you did you get to know some of those athletes? Like, how much time did you spend sort of with your dad on the World Cup circuit when you were growing up? Yeah, I remember once I was in uh, Stockholm. Uh, the sprint who was going around the castle uh, in uh, in Stockholm, and I was there. I was pretty young. I don't remember actually how how young I was, but. Uh, I remember playing uh, American football with uh, Andrew Newell. <laughs> so I was uh, tossing uh, the American football uh, to each other. So that's uh, a memory I have. And also remember taking the autographs for, from them and stuff like that. So I remember yeah, looking up to them. Uh, it was really cool to, to be w- with them and look at the races. So that's... Uh, actually a big uh, memory I have from, from my younger days. And, and both of your parents were cross country ski racers too. Is that right? Were they, they were, pre- were pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, my dad was, uh, I think his best result was, uh, fifth in the, in Holmen Colon, the 50 K there. And, uh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so he was, yeah, he was good. It was uh, tough times. We had uh, good skiers from Sweden at that time. So it was, uh, it 
were not was not easy and my mom was uh, i think it was uh, in uh, could it be in Ramsar or something i think she was uh, third in the relay uh, with sweden so she has a medal from the world championship so that's pretty yeah. legit that's like yeah. uh, i think if i had those kinds of genes i probably uh would also be racing on the world cup and not just the guy in a hotel room asking questions um <laughs> or, a, or a, a house room i should say we have very generous yeah. hosts here in uh canmore so when you were growing up i mean what were you pretty much always like i'm i'm gonna be a ski racer or did it take you a little while like when did you when did you know that's what you wanted to do um it was uh Sometimes I felt it was pretty clear which way it was going, that it was uh, like the only skiing I had in mind. Uh, but also I played a lot of uh, hockey. Uh, so it was kind of a tough decision in the age of like 15, uh, where I kind of had to decide whether I should uh, stay and play hockey or if I should go uh to school and uh, o- only uh, go for the skiing so uh, it was kind of a tough decision and i, I ha- have always like done uh, multiple sports like football and stuff also but uh, i think i have to say like the skiing was always something i knew was gonna be the thing i will do in the future so i, th- I think it was pretty clear all the time so and one of the, I think, really like big things that we talk about all the time, and I think you probably hear about a lot, is like, I know after you won your uh, bronze medal at World Championships last year, like I was reading some stuff about like William Poroma is is the future for Swedish cross country skiing, and like y- you've been the future for Swedish men's cross country skiing anyway for like I don't know two or. Th- three years now even though you're only like 23 and Mm. um in the past like sweden has had so many different strong men athletes like on the team together right it's not like one guy who this is all and you know there's some other guys on your team who have had some really good results like jens berman has had some really good results like this year and last year but you know you guys are at pretty different stages of your career and i think the expectations for you are just so high and i'm i'm curious just like how does it feel to have that all kind of sitting on you um uh, i think uh, it was uh, something i learned in kind of young years because uh, I remember going the first senior uh, race ever for me was in Bruxvallana. And uh, I mean, everyone uh, was uh, expecting me to win that race. And it was uh, like crystal clear, this guy is going to manage to go all the way now. And I had had uh, not even stand on the starting line to, to fight these guys. Uh, so it w- has always been uh there or what to say so i always been uh kind of used to the feeling uh yeah but uh, it's uh, also sometimes it's uh, easy and sometimes it's uh, difficult so but i just trying to do my thing and uh, 
I, I, I can't do so much other stuff than just uh, believe in myself and uh, try to be as good as possible. And uh, I mean, sometimes also I think the pressure for me is uh, a positive thing because I feel like... <laughs> You know, the the you feel like have, having an irritating father who's looking after you and just pushing and uh, watching over you. That's feel that's the kind of same feeling with the people that expecting good from you. So I just try and make uh, people happy about uh, believing in me and show them that I can do it and take it as a positive thing uh, and uh, yeah, just looking forward for races. Yeah, do you um. Do you have a sense of like uh, how you can uh, close the gap to the Norwegian men's team? Yeah, it's tough. They are many and they are really good. Uh, but uh, I, I feel like the only thing I can do is just uh, uh, believe in the stuff I do and try to be better and better every day. Uh, but of course, it's uh, also days when when you doubt and uh, you think it's uh, a really long way left. But uh, yeah, I, I think I just have to look uh, positive on it and see it see see on it like if I beat them, it's uh, yeah I'm at the top. So uh, some days it's tougher and some days some days it's easier. But uh, hopefully in the future I can beat them. I really hope so. Do you do you have any ideas about sort of what it will take to kind of build a, a bigger team of Swedish men who can be competitive in the distance races? Yeah, first thing, uh, I I think it's uh, you need time for sure. Uh, people uh, don't get good at skiing in just one sec. So for now, I think we need to have. Uh, patience and see uh, people coming up like for for example today we have Edwin Anger who is coming up now he's uh, on the podium two two times already this season so it's looking great and we see also on the junior world championship now we had uh, Alvar Mühlbach and we also had this girl uh, Evelina Krusell both on first place in podium so yeah, I think uh, with the time uh, and uh, just taking step by step, I think the Swedish team will be great again and uh, uh, hopefully as quick as possible. Yeah, you guys are try trying to make the Swedish team great again. Uh, so so um, with the women's team being just so dominant, like, does that... Do you feel like in some ways that takes the pressure off and maybe you can learn some things or be inspired by them? Or in some ways, does it make it harder because then Sweden's expectations are just so high? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, bo it's both ways uh, for sure. But uh, I mean, <laughs> I think it's smart just to take the positive things about it for sure. Uh, they are doing well and we know like the team around us, the organization is doing good uh, with waxers and leaders and everything like that. So it's just take the positive things out of it. And uh, But the results uh, don't come from them. We have to do it by ourselves. But for sure, I think if you look at it, you can take uh, many positive things. Do you, do you like 
train with them ever or or kind of is there much like back and forth like you're learning from them about stuff no it's uh it's more like the how um how they do doing things at uh, races maybe uh not so much in training i don't train with any one of them but uh, i mean everyone is uh, themselves in a way and uh, you can take uh, things from from everyone i mean maybe for example like uh, yonna is really strong in the gym and you can look at things like that and uh, uh, i've been around frida for many years also so i know how uh, her way up to the top uh, has looked so uh, yeah, you can take uh, good things uh, out of uh, much uh, much stuff. So it's just uh, hook things up. Yeah. Okay. I have two more questions. One is uh, how uh, how do you like Canmore and and North America? I really like it. It's a cool place. Um, kind of feel like Sweden in one way, but at the same time, really far far away from Sweden. Uh, everything is like uh, bigger. And uh, yeah, I think also uh, you have seen much, much uh, movies and stuff. So I think you kind of relate much to, to that. Uh, but yeah, for sure, it's uh, cool to be here and the venue is really nice. Yeah. Um... Okay, so the, the, the last question uh, is about your mustache. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, one, this one was from, well, maybe I'll, before I ask the question, I mean, do you want to maybe talk about your mustache just a little bit? Yeah, for sure. That's no problem. No problem. It's kind of usual topic, actually. So I kind of used it. <laughs> Well, I mean, what? How would how would you describe your mustache to maybe North American listeners who aren't aren't so familiar? And <laughs> maybe would be better off not being so familiar. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. It's uh, kind of started in young age. At, uh, yeah, in junior years, I started with the mustache, and uh, now later days, I think it it's comes and goes, but. Uh, people has uh, hooked hooked this thing up and uh, mo- most of them want to see the mustache so it's uh, it's a fun thing <laughs> does it take a while to grow for you still or can you get it going pretty pretty good yeah now i think i could get get it going pretty good uh, it's going pretty fast so uh, but younger younger days it took <laughs> it took a <laughs> took a while okay so and and then the the, the real question about the mustache was like you know, we're thinking maybe you have started a trend on the World Cup uh, of of like kind of heinous mustaches because now we've got like Ben Ogden. I think Jules Shapaz also is seen rocking the mustache sometimes. So I mean, do you feel like you deserve the the credit for this? <laughs> I don't know. We have seen, as you say, it's many guys has a good mustache uh, like. Uh, Perto Hübren and also has a really good mustache. So, uh, yeah, the guys are rocking it, so it's uh, fun to see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, there is there's one other thing I guess I would ask you, which is, um, yeah. I mean, I think everyone just like assumes that that you know someone your age who's had these results, like you're going to be in the sport for a long time. And I just I am curious, like, mm. you know, do you see yourself in the like, what does the next 10, 10 years look like for you? Do you feel like uh, your future is sort of secure? Or could you see yourself? I don't know, like doing ski classics or something different? Or like, yeah, what, what's your vision? 
Yeah, it's 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 a hard question. I don't know. It's uh, sometimes feel like I want to do this for ten years and don't think about anything else. But I guess the time will tell also uh, how everything will turn out. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I like this life really really much, and uh, I think I have my more in me or what to say like uh, i think i can do good results uh, in the future so for now i don't think so much about anything else but uh, yeah we'll see i like uh, going longer races also and uh, i like other stuff also that i maybe want to uh, like do so yeah we'll see uh, but for now it's on the skiing and i'm really happy with that life so thanks for listening to this episode of the Devin kershaw show we'll be back soon <laughs>